NPR. I think you need to lose the hat. Lose the hat? Let your okay. hair flow. All right, so Waylon, Kendall Hoyt is a fashion influencer. She's got a focus on goth-adjacent vintage looks, half a million followers on TikTok. Goth-adjacent vintage? I am intrigued. And to investigate the economics of influencers, I wanted to see how they spent and earned their money. So here we are in Beacon's closet. Right, so Kendall and I went to a second-hand clothes store in Brooklyn, and she offered to style me. I am so jealous you got to go vintage shopping with an influencer, Darian. It was a lot of fun. Okay, I like the vibes of this. Fun horse girl <laughs> graphic. Horse girl. I love it. So first was the t-shirt rack. Living her fantasy. She's living free-spirited. Her, living her horse life. <laughs> yeah. Please tell me you got the horse t-shirt. I did, of course. And next in my journey to learn about becoming an influencer, pants. I want to find like a 70s like flare or like a straight leg. It's time to ditch the skinny jeans. Ditch the skinny jeans. These look nice. Flares is flared. Okay, flared blue jeans. So I tried them on. You look good. Well, let's take this to the register. I'm gonna. Are you serious? To, I'm ready to purchase. Oh, okay, great. Wow. So you got a whole new outfit. That's right, and it's pretty affordable. All right, $33.90 is going to be your total for the both things. Whenever you are ready, just go ahead and tap. Do you want a receipt? A receipt would be great. Okay. I hope right. you're expensing that. <laughs> of course, Kendall knows these clothes are a business expense, right, if she's a fashion influencer. Absolutely. And for this episode, we are combing through Kendall's finances and really the finances of all influencers, the full accounting of the influencer industry. This is The Indicator from Planet Money. I'm Darian Woods. And I'm Waylon Wong. Today for our Influencer Series, we explain the economics of influencing. Support for NPR and the following message come from Fisher Investments. SVP Judy Abrams shares how their fiduciary duty comes to life while helping clients plan for retirement. As a fiduciary, we must make decisions in our clients' best interest. So we work with them in consultation to be on a glide path so when they want the option to retire, that portfolio is still going to keep working for them at this stage of life. Learn more at FisherInvestments.com. Investing in securities involves the risk of loss. Kendall Hoyt makes short videos on TikTok and Instagram where she dresses in different outfits, mostly thrifted or secondhand. Today I'm going to be showing you how to dress like a Vivian Westwood model. And as for her style, Waylon, I'll just show you some of her videos. Okay, I see I see her feed now. Okay, so you weren't kidding about the kind of goth vintage adjacent because I see a lot of black here. Yeah, black, little plaid. And a lot of other people are into it too. Like with half a million followers on TikTok, that puts her squarely with the kind of following that the industry counts as an influencer. Right. It's like below 100,000 followers and you're considered a micro-influencer. And then above a million followers, that's reaching celebrity status. Exactly. And so to get the audit of her accounts, I asked her how much she spent every month. For me, it is mostly clothes and fashion. So I'm probably spending a couple hundred dollars a month just accumulating new things. But I also get gifted a lot now from brands. Okay, so a couple hundred dollars a month, that's over $2,000 a year on clothes and stuff. That's a lot of horse girl t-shirts. And aside from clothing expenses, there is also the longer-term capital investments. So for Kendall, it's an iPhone, laptop, tripod. So add another couple of thousand on top of that. 
I always think about the time, like just the sheer amount of hours that you have to spend editing and making these videos so that they look really good. Yeah, so Kendall is not a full-time influencer yet. She still has to work a day job working in advertising. And I asked her how much of her spare time she manages to squeeze into her influencer work. Many. (laughs) It's most of my free time I spend making content 10, 15 hours extra a week. Okay, but then you know what I really want to know and what I bet a lot of our listeners want to know, how much does Kendall get paid? So for 2022, I made about $15,000, which maybe is less than you'd expect hearing um, some other large influencers. Okay, so $15,000, and then after she subtracts her expenses, that probably leaves her with eleven dollars or $12,000. It's pretty good for a side hustle, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, for a part-time job, not bad. If you want to make it full-time, that's probably not enough to live on in New York City, though. Right. I mean, I guess I'm seeing now that gap where if you want to try to make this into a full-time thing, that's a pretty big mountain to climb. Yeah. So I spoke to an expert in the industry, Ryan Hilliard, to see if this was typical. Ryan is a general manager at a company called Hype Auditor, which analyzes influencer data. And he says you need a lot of followers for a comfortable cash flow. There's kind of a magic number where it becomes... I can do this for a living, and that's probably close to that. I have a million followers. And there's only a tiny share of influencers who reach that level. Less than 1%. It's just too hard. There's too many other people doing similar stuff. Now, first, keep in mind that the amount you can earn varies wildly from influencer to influencer. Like, you know, how loyal are your followers? Do they click on the links that you suggest? Are your followers mainly on YouTube or Instagram or TikTok? And also, what kind of influencer are you? Right. Like, are you a fashion influencer, cooking, golf? Exactly. And it's also the question of what are the demographics of your followers? Like, are they higher or low income? These things all make a difference. Now, the second thing to think about with Ryan's numbers is that, of course, everybody's definition of what counts for enough to live off varies. So let's focus on Kendall. By Ryan's calculations, she could be comfortably earning $65,000 a year, maybe even hundred grand. Oh, $100,000. Wow, that is such a difference. Yeah, and to understand why, you need to look at how influencers make money. Are we talking SponCon? SponCon, exactly. Hashtag ad. These posts on TikTok or Instagram where the influencer showcases a new bag or a skirt. Caption, paid partnership. Kendall Hoyt charges $4,000 for a single TikTok post. And Ryan says that based on his surveys, about 80% of influencers' revenue comes from these paid posts. And a typical influencer might make one or two of these a month. Next up to get money, uh, another 10 to 15% of influencers' revenue comes from affiliate links. Oh, right. So this is where a viewer might click on a link on the influencer's profile to buy something, and then the influencer gets like 10% of that sale. Or there's like an offer code and they get a cut. And there's a third way for influencers to earn money, and that's through exclusive content that people subscribe and pay for. Like Planet Money Plus? Thanks for the plug, Waylon. Uh, And while some influencers might even earn all their money through subscriptions, the influencers that Ryan has surveyed only actually earn a small amount this way. Okay, so given all of that, why are Ryan's numbers so much higher? Ryan says you can basically divide influencers with large followings into two categories. Ones that are actively working with companies for sponsored posts and ones that aren't. You still have to find brands to partner with. So like one of the things that we've asked creators is like, how much time do you spend on 
managing your accounts. And people that don't try to monetize, it's usually less than 20 hours. And people that do try to monetize, it's more than 30 hours. So on top of her day job and actually building her following, Kendall says she doesn't have time to proactively reach out to brands to work with. So she's kind of in this bind right now. She's got no time to reach out to companies. But if she does quit her day job, she wouldn't have any sponsors lined up. Like who wouldn't want to just post a video to make thousands of dollars? But there's a lot more that goes into it to build up a community and um, be able to get those deals. You know, Waylon, even with these sobering statistics, I figured maybe I might try my hand at influencing. So Kendall helped me with that new look and gave me posing tips. <laughs> Relax the eyebrows. And slightly, like, part your lips, like... <laughs> yes! This is so good! All right, straighten up. Um, and then you could, like, tossle your hair. Okay. There you go. A little tussle. Slow. Sauce. How do you feel? <laughs> I feel a little uh, unusual. I'm not relaxing my eyebrows. I realize I have such tense eyebrows. <laughs> Gotta get some Botox. So, Darren, did you get some Botox? I did not. Um, another <laughs> expense, come on. Uh, but look, here's the photos before and after. Oh, wow, Darren, you look so great. I see the horse girl t-shirt and these new jeans that are no longer skinny jeans. But you honestly look great. I think she did a wonderful job. you got to go shopping with an influencer before you die. It's like it's compulsory. Yeah. (laughs) There's still time. (laughs) Or maybe I'll go get Botox with an influencer. I mean, the possibilities are endless, really. Tomorrow, we're going to look at why being an influencer is such a popular career choice for young people. Stay tuned. This episode was produced by Corey Bridges and Janet Lee. It was engineered by Robert Rodriguez. It was fact-checked by Dylan Sloan. Viet Le is our senior producer, and Kate Kincannon edits the show. The Indicator is a production of NPR. This message comes from NPR sponsor Mint Mobile. From the gas pump to the grocery store, inflation is everywhere. So Mint Mobile is offering premium wireless starting at just $15 a month. To get your new phone plan for just $15, go to mintmobile.com switch. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Oracle Cloud Infrastructure. OCI is the platform for database, application development, and AI needs. Do more and spend less, like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic. Take a free test drive at oracle.com slash NPR. These days, news comes at you fast. But the truth? Getting there takes time. There's something that hasn't been disclosed yet. Embedded is a podcast that takes the time to look beyond the headlines. How how did this happen? How did we get here? With original documentary storytelling. Listen to NPR's Embedded wherever you get your podcasts.